I walked out of my office with a hot cup of coffee still steaming at my desk. And I didn't go back for nine days. Turns out I didn't have bronchitis. I'd finally gotten tagged by COVID. Let me tell you how I handled all this. How I pivoted when so much was riding on me. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. I wasn't going to record this week. I was slated to record several episodes last week, and then I got sick. I'm finally back at work today, and I wasn't going to record this week. Why? Because, as you can hear, I still sound sick. But I'm sharing this with a client this morning, and my insightful client, Christopher, pointed out something. He said, but I want to hear how you navigate this sickness, how you handled your business while you handled your health. You should podcast just like this. And once again, Christopher, you, my dear, are right. So here I go. Last Sunday, I felt great. I was paddling through one of my favorite mountain lakes with my family in tow. It was the second paddleboarding I'd done in the week, and I was high on life. And this outing was a bit different as a couple of things. Once the family, family was there, and we had a goal. Our goal for that day was to teach Spot the Beagle how to paddleboard with us. So we bought her like this, this doggy life vest, despite the fact that I'm pretty sure beagles are great swimmers. But um, I have to say, I love the handle on her back. You know, they're like the bright orange vest and you can just reach over and pick her up if she falls into the water, um, which is good because when we would go by other dogs, she'd want to jump in and, and try to chase after them. So it was amazing. Sunday was a great day on the lake. I felt amazing. No sign of what was to come. But by 4 a.m. Monday, I knew I was sick. I was congested. I was coughing. I woke up Monday. I took a Rona test, negative. Great. No quarantine. So I headed off to work. First meeting, kept coughing. Told my team, I think I might have bronchitis. Second meeting, really felt beat down. I think I might rest after this call just to get my strength back up for the afternoon. Or so I said, I walked out of my office with a hot cup of coffee still steaming at my desk, and I didn't go back for nine days. Turns out I didn't have bronchitis. I'd finally gotten tagged by COVID. You know, I kept saying I was, I felt like I was in dodgeball and like everybody else had been tagged and I was sort of hiding in the back. And now I was like, ah, it's going to come. Well, I dodged it successfully for two plus years, but now was my time. And it kicked my butt. I lost big chunks of time that I can't account for. I read a book on endurance running. It made me want to run more. I asked my sister for a TV recommendation as I'm not much of a watcher. Um, She came back with uh, the suggestions of Letterkenny and Only Murders in the Building. So I started watching Letterkenny. 
I spent 30% of the time laughing and about 70% of the time wondering what the hell I just said. So it was ended up being too much brain power to decipher. And I switched to only murders in the building. And it was actually perfect. Um, Steve Martin and Martin Short were hilarious. And I love Selena Gomez's dry delivery. I always had this... Um, the soft spot in my heart for Selena Gomez. She's one of the few singers that are open about having uh, lupus. And I'm always inspired by her courage and her authenticity. So um, I totally binged the whole show. It was amazing. Days flew by. I did not touch work. I did not go into my inbox. I did not reply to 90% of my texts. Still haven't. If you're a friend listening to listening to this now and hearing from me, hey, I'm still here, still re-emerging from the cocoon. But let me tell you how I handle all this, how I pivoted when so much was riding on me. But first, let me set the stage um, for when I walked into having this virus. So last Monday, I was literally thinking, I may not have enough time to pull off all that needs to be done this month. I can <laughs> literally thinking that. Before I got sick, I was thinking that. I was already beginning at a deficit. At Pivot Me, we had two major projects we were working on. First, we've got this private mastermind event that's coming up in Nashville. It's going to be amazing and impactful, but there's logistics to manage. There's curriculum to dial in and so much more. And second, we are also launching this big resource hub for Pivot Me Academy material. And this is a big undertaking, and it just so happens that both of these two things are coinciding they're within like two weeks of each other. It just, just worked out that way. Plus it's summer break. Kids are home. There is a lot happening. And yet I disappeared for nine days. And yet Pivot Me continued to deliver tremendous values. Clients were served. Projects still advanced even without my presence. The truth is this sickness was less disruptive than any other sickness I've had in the last 10 years. Why? because I had prepared for it. The eventuality that I may not be able to come to work at some point was on my mind, that I would be sick on vacation, a car accident, on sabbatical, that I didn't want to continue to run a business solely based off of my time. Over the last nine months, I've continued to pare down my responsibilities, less business clients, less elite clients. I love working with these people, but I needed to do it much less. I need the time and the space to build a model that wasn't dependent on my time. Me physically showing up each day and cranking the wheel. So I'm going to share a few tips on how I did this in hopes that you can use them in your own life and business. Everything demands your attention right now. You want to be on your A game, but you need two of you just to manage your day. But what if I could multiply you? What if I told you there are secrets that top performers are using right now to still get ahead? There are, and I'll give them to you. In my new Four Steps videos, I'll show you how to master distraction, practice prioritization, get the right things done without working more hours. And for now, I'm doing it for free. Your time is priceless right now, and you need to take back control of your day and your to-do list. Go to pivot-me.com backslash four steps, and you can begin the videos within seconds. We all need more time right now, and four steps will give it to you. Yes, you can multiply yourself, and I'll show you how to do it in four steps. Number one, systems. Systems, systems, systems. We built systems on how the business worked. 
We need to be more reliant on systems and less reliant on people. People get sick. People's people get sick. And when systems exist, others can go in and work that system without them being there. Much of the work that we do here is in Asana and ClickUps. I would say, just rough numbers, probably 60% of operations are run through Asana, and then maybe 20%, or rather, all podcast-related tasks are all run through ClickUps. At any point, you can see what has and hasn't been done for our projects. We still throw some old school spreadsheets in there, which we probably really need to phase out, but um, we still have some of them. So for example, our YouTube videos, you know, we have our YouTube channel. Those are all tracked through spreadsheets. For example, which video is being edited by Kazim? Which which video has been sent to our writer, Mindy? If keywords have been pulled, et cetera, the they can all be seen exactly where each video is sort of in the process. Again, so if I step out, so Doria, Kazim, Mindy, somebody steps out, we can see exactly where it was left off. For scheduling purposes, we use Calendly. It is all automated and seamless. I love Calendly. There's lots of options out there. I'm, I'm a particular fan of, of their work. This was important because I had podcast guests that all needed to be rescheduled. My amazing EA Doria, she was able to do that. She was going to go in with a click of a button. She didn't need to get access to my calendar and track all these people down and find their email addresses, et cetera, et cetera. She could see who was scheduled and simply reschedule them. But these systems, they've been established. They're running already. There is an old rule that is painfully true and comes into play right now. And it is this. If you are too busy to create systems for your business, then you will always be too busy. Moving on. Number two, ruthless prioritization. This is key in moments like this. I use ruthless prioritization for my multiply me method. I had to make peace with the fact that not everything was going to get done. There was a massive compression of time now. I lost a lot of days. I needed to reevaluate what was most important. Again, notice I did not say urgent. I said most important. And then I had to number them. Now, here's what I've done wrong in the past on this one, because let's be clear, I've done most of this wrong most of my career. So I want to be, want to be transparent with that. In the past, I used to lose a lot of time being mad about the lost time. I would get mad about the days I was sick. I would try to negotiate with it. Well, what if I, what if I hadn't gone paddleboarding on Sunday? Maybe I pushed myself physically too, too much and, and then I wouldn't have been so sick on Monday. Or I got COVID from a birthday party on Saturday. What if I would have skipped that trampoline park? I mean, it's a, it's a trampoline park, right? Like... <laughs> There's, you're going to get something there. What if I would have just skipped that birthday party on Saturday? This is negotiating with the past and it is wasted time. And I used to waste a lot of time there. And once I moved out of negotiating with the past, then I started to negotiate with the present. Well, how do I still get all the same stuff done that I was going to get done, but just with less, less days, nine days less? Also asinine and a big waste of time negotiating with the present. The answer really is ruthless prioritization. What is the most important things that need to get done when everything is a priority, nothing is a priority. So I had to pick my top three priorities. What were the most important three things to get done? Now here's the flip side to ruthless prioritization. Once you know what the priorities are, then you need to actively deprioritize everything else. 
That part's really hard. I'm talking about a no list. I had to create a no list. Sometimes we use the parking lot list for um, those of us who maybe squirm at the idea of putting something on a no list. Oh, but it's really important. Oh, but I really want to do this. Okay, then we're putting it on a parking lot list. Things I wanted to get done. A week ago, I would have argued had to get done, but now I needed to accept the fact that they wouldn't, or at least not in the timeline I wanted. Number three, delegate. I delegated a lot. My goal was to move as much off my plate as possible. I used the mantra, is this an opportunity to ask for help? And I kept asking for help. The Pivot Me team, of course, rose to the challenge as they always do. They simply wanted to help. They wanted to create space so I could both heal and our clients could still get served. And they did just that. And the benefit of teammates getting into systems, into the nooks and crannies of the business, that helped too. They saw places for improvement, places like the need for more podcasts in the in the bank, uh, YouTube interviews in the bank. All these things get looked at. All these things get evaluated when I'm out of the systems and they're in them. It highlighted opportunities for much more cross-team communication. My integrator hadn't met our implementation coach. What am I saying? I'm saying that me being sick has made my team better. It makes pivot me better. So let's recap on those things real quick. So number one, it was systems. We had systems in place for me to be out. We were prepared, dependent on systems, and less on people. Number two, ruthless prioritization. Picked my top three priorities and got focused on them. Not the time that I'd lost or the things that won't get done, just focused on my three priorities. Number three, a no list or a parking lot list if you're non-committal. A big, long list of stuff that I needed to say, no, not now, so I could prioritize my top three. We got to create space to prioritize those things. And number four, delegation. Keep asking the question, is this an opportunity to ask for help? The answer is almost always yes. What I will tell you, having walked through these last few days, wait, I mean, walk through. Who am I kidding? I didn't walk anywhere. Having laid in my bed trying to understand what the hell they're saying in letter Kenny for the last several days. After having gone through this, there is a lot more white space on my page than ever before, certainly since becoming a business owner. But even reaching back into my corporate career, there was space for me to handle this time, to be sick, to rest, no emails, no texts, and no stress. I had to battle my old self through this process. I had to battle my old limiting beliefs. But what if what if it doesn't get done? What if I'm not there to move the crank? And it moved just fine. I had to coach myself through it. This is what, what I prepared for. This is what our team created systems for. We were tested and we passed. So I encourage you, create the systems, build the structure that gives you space. Do not write on all the margins of your page. You need to create white space in your day, time margin for life to happen because it will happen. And the difference between laying in your bed, stressing about the lost time versus laying in your bed and laughing at a TV show, that is priceless. As for now, I'm going to take the afternoon off, but I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, Give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. 
This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.